episode commencing in 3, 2, 1. Episode initiated. Shrink down with me to a world where ants are giant, a blade of grass is a country mile, and CGI is king on this week's astonishing episode of Cosmic Ant Crit. This is your PIM Particle Processing GM, Patrick here, your Goliath master, and joining me in rapidly expanding toys and tossing them through windows and walls. My five friends and your pint-sized players across the digital table from me, ex-con and Cinnabon employee extraordinaire just trying to see his kid. It's Miles playing Remy Long. Good evening. On my right, an advanced suit-wearing villain with weapons to spare. It's Tyler playing Edros Yellowjacket. To his left, the wizened professor who has done some light adventuring in their day. It's Rebecca playing Alindra Pym. Hello. To my left, the chatty accomplice who's ready to recap the entire previous week's episode is Drew playing Lewis Feldspar. I also have a podcast. And finally, to his left, a rapidly enlarging hero coming back from the quantum realm of their own mind. It's Jabert as Andis 148. I'm Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> oh, spoilers. Oh, gosh. <laughs> spoilers. That's the, not, that's the second movie I've got oh, there oops. yet. Oh, goodness gracious. Oh, boy. Oh, this movie is four years old. Uh, how are you guys doing tonight? I, I have to spoil well. something for Miss Marvel on Disney Plus because it'll be oh, like a month you? old at this point. But <laughs> I, love, I love that of all the Avengers, the one to have a podcast is Scott Lang. It makes me laugh very much. I, he wasn't in the episode, right? He didn't have a, a cameo no, she, that I missed. They, and they just um, mentioned that yeah, she listens I, I, to his I, podcast. I saw, I saw the art for it, but I was like, why, why not have, why not have just like even an audio clip as a uh, maybe, maybe they're saving up for that. But I need to hear, I need to hear, uh, was it big me, small me, or something? <laughs> this is oh. podcast name, but yeah, no, that makes total sense and. I forget if at the end of the second movie he was still like in lockdown or, or some kind of trouble. No, right? No, no, because he he had gotten out of the lockdown before the second movie. Yeah. Anyway, guys, are you ready to get back into it? This is this is all kinds of of weird for a recording schedule because we've had some time off from the podcast. Before that, we had CritterCon, and for the first time in a long time, we're recording this. After recording Dead Men Roll No Crits, we, we recorded an episode yesterday of that. So oh, my week is so thrown off. I'm <laughs> I, so I don't confused. know what day it is. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah, Mondays are, are usually our Cosmic Crit Nights, and then Tuesdays, a pirate evenings. Jabert doesn't care. He just says yar at the end of whatever we record. <laughs> it's all <laughs> the, the day. Stay sane. Just always say yar. Even our IRL game, just yar. <laughs> He's got the most consistent strategy. <laughs> yeah, but it has been a while since we've played, and I'm not taking any pity on you because we are going to do <laughs> last time on. I hope you, you kept your notes. <laughs> last time on, you guys were called by Cattywampus to a disturbance in a private docking bay here on Absalom Station. And this is a good hour or so after the initial invasion of Ark Prime into station space. And people are panicking in the streets. And a large mob had gathered outside the the ships of a dragonkin trillionaire. Today's trivia recap is for the right to a plus 10 bonus to any roll. You get all three questions correct. Anyone can take that bonus single time. And if you get all three wrong, 
I'm just going to increase the DC or AC of something by 10, you know, by that same amount for like one roll. Sound good? All right. Yeah, let's go. First question. As you guys approached the situation here last week, you had a rookie Lashunton steward officer come up to you and explain that the crowd was seeking expeditious exits from the station, trying to escape. What was the name of that steward officer? I know. I know. Oh, Rebecca's, of course, going to save you guys. Agent Fedge. Fedge, indeed. F-E-J. That is correct. Questions. Not, how I, not how I spelled it. But how, do you spell it Rebecca? How, how do you spell it? How do you spell it? F E D G E. Oh, oh my girl, that that's is exactly what. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like the fantasy. That's the Pathfinder spelling of Fedge, but the the sci-fi Starfinder is Fedge. Question two. Uh, here you saw Kapak again trying to calm the crowd from rioting. And unfortunately, an celebrity wasn't enough to cause the angry mob to back down, and a riot ensued. The throng of folk took a beating from you all. Your next question is, this was a troop of citizens and has a number of troop immunities, including four specific immunities to conditions. Can someone take a stab at naming two of those four immunities? Uh, I think I can do this. Yeah, I figured you might jump in. Yeah, one of them is flanking. Ooh, um, I'll I'll give you another chance here because flanking is not a condition. I'm very specifically oh, no, oh, oh, right. Very right. specifically asking for conditions. Oh shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, slow mm-hmm. and stunned. Unfortunately, that is incorrect. Stunned is correct. They could be slowed. Oh. If you have something that can slow a group, for example, pinned, prone, staggered, and stunned. Yeah, I was, I was, staggered was going to be the next one that I'd said. But. It's quite all right. Last question, just for funsies. Kapak stepped in to stop the crowd from getting hurt. This vigilante, vigilante community leader shed their disguise and unfurled wings of golden light in his true angelic form. As you guys calm down, you took stock of the situation. And next, you're going to approach perhaps the trillionaire, Mr. Ziortris. Your last question is, oh, what planet was this dragonkin from? Oh, too easy. Too Triax. easy. Good job, Drew. Not not really, but yes. <laughs> Triaxis. Oh, the ruling, close el- enough for ruling not- elite of Triax is what I wrote down, but Triaxis <laughs> is the planet. Yeah. That's the Starfinder sci-fi abbreviation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds more. I think it's a it's a abbreviation. It's the the Texas of of Starfinder. It's TX. Yeah, that is the abbreviation Texas, right? Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. Cool. I yeah. have I have a question. Mm-hmm. Is slowed different from staggered? Because according to yes. my notes, it is. <laughs> we did go over it though in our Devin Rono crits in second edition. It's not really super different because if you get stunned. Oh, wait, you said staggered. staggered. I said slowed because the reason I ask is mm-hmm. for time dilation in my notes. I have that selected targets within a 30-foot cone are slowed. In parentheses, I have staggered, can only make one move or standard action, no reaction. So, like, to me, that means that by slowing them, which is a spell, that gives them the staggered yeah. condition. Yeah, so actually, yeah, in second edition, Condition. Yeah, or in, condition. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say in Starfinder, slowed is not a condition. Yeah. Okay, that's right. that's look, that's, where, that's where I screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, no, I, I said you could you could uh, take that one uh, uh, again there, right? 
Staggered is, yeah, single move or standard action, which is very similar to what happens in Pathfinder 2nd Edition, where you just lose an action every time for each, like, level of slowed that you are. And then Stunned is different as well in the Starfinder and Pathfinder 2nd Edition. I'm just going to say Pathfinder from here on out because people, I think, know we're, we're not going backwards in time. But yes, Stunned, you drop everything in Starfinder and are you're just out for the round. Flat-footed, can't take any actions. You're completely stunned. Okay, let's get back into this. It's after the riot here in the hangar bay. Kapak is seen to the wounds of the crowd and maybe healing up an, an older Vesk male kind of bleeding around his his head spikes after it took a, a mallet from Andis 148. He, he gets done and, and comes on over to you guys and is like, I did not have time to explain, yes, but the people here, they call me Kapak, but my real name is a, in a long dead tongue you all wouldn't understand. I've, I've been here in your realm as a guardian of these people of this station since, since it was a, a, an island on ancient Galerion. Since the dark times. And I, I don't think I've seen such a crisis such as this in millennia. And times like these require heroes of legends. Not, not just leaders or everyday folk. We need people willing to go above and beyond. Who want their names written in the stars themselves. Well, let's, I, I want to come back to this. You said you yeah. lived on Galarian. What, what, what happened during the gap? <laughs> During during the, the the time that no one remembers. Oh well, you see. Uh, well, you don't remember. <laughs> I I did. I did a lot of, uh, of, space, lot of drugs space drugs around <laughs> around those times. Those were like the space wine, dancing <laughs> to the boogie sugar. Those were the seventies of Starfinder's worlds, and <laughs> and also I think there was some magic going on. I'm I'm just like a a lower entity from a, a place that. You folks have called Nirvana, but I've, I've been here among the, the terrestrial for ages. I hope his unknowable name is like Jeffy. <laughs> some, you, you, some goober hippie. <laughs> you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to pronounce my name. It's Derek. <laughs> <laughs> Friends call oh. me Kyle. Classic Derek. Right. You, you guys have done some damage here, but I know I know this crowd turned on you, but Violence is never the answer, my friends. I'm worried that it, what's happened here might sour folks on you, but with this situation still isn't resolved, we we might see more violent outbursts like that. Well, we're we're working on that. We were trying to keep everybody calm, and then something I don't know. I must have said the wrong thing. But uh, can we count on you to help calm them down while we go talk to 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 this this big bad dragon in here to see if we can figure out what's going on? I'll do what I can, but. This entire station is a, a ticking time bomb. And if if the feet the the fleets out in, in space fail, then if the station doesn't have power, it means its shields are down and it can be wiped out in a moment. We need to, to handle this situation and I have to expend my power, everything I've got to try and maybe boost some of the, the backup generators, see if I can get some of those shields up. We won't have long if if we take direct fire from from that arc prime. But yeah, you all, you go talk to that dragon man. Try to talk some reason into him. We got to get these people into a safe position. Uh, they can't take off right now with the, the space battle happening. Way too dangerous, but they're still going to want that peace of mind to 
have passage on a ship, so the second it's safe, they can skadoodle off this station. We want everybody to be safe in this, so let's let's get to it. Is there anything that you know about this this cat before we walk in there? Oh, well, I, I don't... Maybe we rolled a little bit last time we played, but if you guys want to make me a culture check as well, I'll roll for Mr. Kapak. Oh, that's a 38. Well, I was going to look up what, what his bonus was, but you've rolled pretty well. Pretty well. Does anybody else want to roll? Or I think you got a, a good roll with your your party face. What do you roll, Drew? At nine on the dice? Well, maybe someone can beat a, a hard 38. Yeah, this is culture. Ooh, so close. Uh, 37. Nice. <laughs> so close. Oh, yeah. no, I got this. <laughs> and Ross, he's like a big vesk in a way. <laughs> yes. maybe, maybe you should punch him. Um, I know so much. <laughs> yeah, so you know of the dragonkin of Treaxis beyond extremely harsh, kind of autocratic, capitalist business tycoon folk Zeortris is is like one of the top he is definitely one of the the rent, richest single like people in the the system but doesn't do a lot of like public things so he's definitely uh, he's not an Elon Musk he is like more of you know like one of those billionaires on earth that you're you look and it's like oh well what do they do and it's like they just have like 50 different huge conglomerate businesses that that aren't very public like shipping and and things like that so has has a lot of money and i think both of you drew neck and ramey miles know from business dealings that they're very hard to do business with a lot of a lot of dragonkins that are used to being like completely worshipped on their planet. Like everyone just kind of bowing and doing whatever they can, bending over backwards to placate to them. So other cultures kind of find it difficult doing business deals where it's more of a give and take kind of scenario. So we're, we're talking about like past ultra narcissist CEO here. So maybe even more complexes going on, right? Uh, so, <laughs> so, so can can uh, this is a, a more of a of a question? I know both Triaxian and Draconic. I guess think that would help to greet them in one of those two languages. And it might give you like a bonus to a diplomacy role. That's kind of <clears throat> that's kind of a GM decision. I think just speaking mm-hmm. their language usually doesn't give you any particular thing or one thing or the other you like can I, try it I do it's wonder, cool I do wonder if like oh do they only reserve draconic for them and like if I greet them in draconic is that going to offend them no I, I don't think there's like a draconic faux pas you can make here <laughs> your your culture bonus is plus 24 Drew is that right <laughs> plus 25 nope uh, those are gonna charisma yeah, plus twenty four plus expertise stuff. Yeah, no, I'm I'm secretly rolling for you, and is totally, totally cool to to address them in draconic. That for a hot second. <laughs> you Thanks, have a Patrick. plus twenty four and expertise bonus, Drew. How are you? How are you going to go against that? How are you going to go against that extra pizzazz? 
Can I remember or call anything not necessarily about uh, Seatris themselves, but about Triaxian culture that I may know? Like what? You want to just know everything about them? I don't know. Can, I mean, I don't know. Is get it, is, on the Starfinder wiki, my friend. Is, I mean, is there anything that I know that could smooth this over just because, you know, I, I have done research or something like that on it? I mean, they money talks, that kind of thing, definitely on, on Triaxis, but beyond what I've already explained that they're very used to people like literally and figuratively bowing down to them. Not really. Okay. All right. All right. So walking on board the ship, you expected, I mean, the, the dragon can guards will kind of like wave you forward. If you, you come on up and people from the crowd are, are shouting out your names. It's like, let us on, tell them to let us on. And the, the guards are pushing back. Maybe, idly aiming at the the crowd past the the pack steward line but as you get on the ship you might expect there to be crew but it seems completely empty you you enter the the main hallway and see the bridge at one end is very new looking ship but is not really powered on it's like in idle mode and you see, the only lights you see on the ship are to, towards the back of a very large cargo area. Do you want to head back that way? Yeah. yeah. All right. And getting back there, indeed, you see a large dragonkin in powered armor lounging before what looks like a, a huge shipping container. About twice as large as, as the dragonkin. Almost a small ship because it looks powered and there's windows and a, a huge door in its side. But despite this huge cargo, this area back here that you enter into is about half the size of the ship and could probably hold about 100 refugees, maybe more, even even with the, the large item. And as, as you step back, the dragonkin looks up maybe from some holographic monitors he's monitoring the outside situation with and says oh welcome drift rider crew mr feldspar mr quindar are you all looking for safe passage off of absalom station i plan to depart as soon as my crew arrive so you should purchase your tickets now knack does a full bow mm -hmm. and says Oh, uh, well, I thank you for for honoring us with uh, with understanding who we are. Uh, I, I do greatly apologize. We are we have much work left to do on the station before everything departs. But we wondered if we could discuss the situation that's happening outside. What what language are you talking to? Because he's talking in common. Should I choose gang? What should I choose? <laughs> Your character, bro. He, he's he's gonna he's gonna go straight to Draconic. He's gonna do a Knack mm -hmm. original. Go right into the old languages. Mm. So he's like, "Oh, your your dragon tongue can certainly use some sharpening, but I appreciate you trying, Mister Feldspar. Small heads and tongues such as yourself cannot curve around the words." He'll, he'll answer in draconic like that. Just. <laughs> 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 Draconic <laughs> cannon now in, in Cosmic Creed. <laughs> it does sound like he is screaming in tongues at you. Oh. oh, Lord. What was it you wanted to to speak about? 
my mind drifted there for a second. <laughs> we we wondered if with all of this space that you have, that you were were offering us a chance to 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 join this ship, but this seems to be enough room for all of these people out there to to be able to 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 get some semblance of safety from what might be happening. <laughs> My cargo is too precious to just let on any old riffraff. It could endanger the contents of my ship if I were to fill this area to the brim. Oh, no. I could not consent to that. Do, do we do we see what the cargo is? Can we see anything about what it is? Uh, I mean, he's standing in, in front of it. Did you want to poke around his, his backside and go... It's definitely, I mean, it almost looks like a shuttle. It doesn't seem spaceworthy, but it is like a self-contained small area. But it does, doesn't look like it's a, a part of the ship, like it's freestanding here. I, I saw you all out there. You were fighting those peons off, defending my vessel. And all for that, I thank you for myself and my shareholders. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. Uh, we we knew that whatever you had in here, whatever reasons you had, they must have been good to to block people from coming on. But we just tried to we wanted to to appeal to your greater sense of generosity in these trying times to see if there was any chance we could maybe have you overcome the protection of your of your cargo. Well, I am the most generalosity that you will ever meet, Mr. Feldspar. I am the most general of osities. Hence why we are pleading with you, good sir. For their lives? You don't you don't really care about those people. You you saw them, they went they went wild. One little attack. They turned on you. They turned on on their heroes, their saviors. I read up about your mission. You were able to fight off a super weapon on the edge of space, and even that wasn't enough heroism or celebrity to keep them in check. There are many out there that accuse my kind of of gluttony, of barbarism. They say that we dragons hoard gold. We keep wealth from the little people like that. But look at what those little people will do in a panic. They'd eat their own young if it meant they could save their sorry excuse for their existence. And I don't blame them. I don't pity them. That's all that their life is. But I, I am more important than all of them put together. You must see that. But what threat do they pose to you? Look at you with your majestic armor on. If you let all of them in here, you could quite possibly smite all of them in one fell swoop. What threat do they pose to you to allow them to be on here? It is true. I massively overpaid for this finely crafted bespoke suit of power armor that is worth more than all of your armor put together. But as for what they could do to me, very little with my security forces and this ship's complement of weapons... If I had the, the the wits about me, I would have shot first and just cleared this entire area. But I didn't want to hurt my own security forces out there. But no, I am worried for my cargo. It cannot be damaged. It is of great import and invaluable 
There is not a price for it. But I cannot condone them threatening my vessel and my contents. I will tell you this, as I told the stewards out there. If that crowd does not disperse, I will have to use this ship's weapons and my security forces will clear that hangar bay. Do I make myself clear? I understand that, but you've got your security forces. You've got your armor. Surely, even with all of that, you could see this as as an opportunity, an opportunity to to build trust in a community that you might be looking to do some more business in. Because if and this is a big if right now, if this station survives what's coming, there's a lot of people that would be way more interested in purchasing from you, doing business with you, if you save their lives right. I already set out to allow many upon my ship. The ticket prices started at 2,500 credits, but now they've gone up as demand has skyrocketed, Mr. Feldspar. It's 5,000 per ticket now. I could fit enough to make over half a million credits just here. I have dealt with those like your your father. I've actually had dealings with your entire clan in the past, and I feel like they would be very disappointed in the position you are arguing right now, the lecturing, the conniving you're doing to try to get me to let these miscreants onto my ship. Your family is has robbed as much from people like that to line their pockets in the, the last hundred years as as I have. What 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 makes them so important now to you here? Because when I went out there with these people to destroy that super weapon, to save the galaxy, I didn't do it for me. Because at the end of the day, what's doing something like that for myself gonna mean to anybody? I did it for them. Because there's nothing that you can do for yourself that's not propped up by hundreds or thousands of other people. We're a community. We're a part of, of one living organism that is society. Society can't exist with just one person. It's got to exist with many. I feel like the end of that speech is like a, a come on, a neck. <laughs> come on, <laughs> come on. Yeah, I'm trying to find the, the DC for Mr. Zeotris. Zeotris. Is there a diplomacy DC to, <laughs> to let you on board? No, no, but he'll, he'll, he'll fire back and be like, how about we, we flip this script? I saw you talking with the crowd. You have sway. I will not deny that. How about I make you five an offer? You cleared out that scum from my hangar bay. They survive. No one gets hurt. And you can be the heroes. The stewards will get to help them off the station safely elsewhere. And that figure with those wings will go back to whatever crawled the, the hole they crawled out of. My property will remain secure and safe, and you will be the victors here. And I can sweeten this deal. I can, I can provide you with the funds you might need. You can go find another vessel. How does what my entire take would have been for the ship's passage uh, do ya? 700,000 credits. How does that sound? Uh, you disperse that crowd. And I'll have half on a cred stick right now. The other half held in trust at Abadar Core until we safely take off. It'll be wired to you all immediately after that. 
Nack does very briefly get credit signs in his eyes. <laughs> Just rubs them up. It's it's a cash register sound that no one's heard in like <laughs> 50 years. So in real life. <laughs> oh, I mean, he'll he'll offer that in common. So if anyone wants to react to that offer. I believe Remy speaks draconic, so he understood the entire conversation. Okay. That's good. Do you have um, anything to say? It's, it's I I'm, I'm, try, I'm trying to, to not start a fight. Um, <laughs> yes, please don't. <laughs> Remy's penchant for, for a bad attitude is, 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 is rearing back up. However, I mean, he's perturbed by this entire situation. I, I feel like Remy would... Let's see, what's, what is his... Oh, good. Zero. I feel like Remy would try to, to offer a deal through his family's company mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to basically pay for everyone's tickets. Can, can anybody roll a, an engineering check or anything to figure out what he's, what his cargo might be? Well, why don't, why don't you, I mean, from, from where you are, you know, maybe 20 feet away or so. I mean, if you guys want to make a perception check while we're doing some, some rolls here. Ugh. Oh, great. All right. We're starting off in single digits for, for rolls. Oof. <laughs> so far, the natural one is in the lead. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Andis is, Andis is here in this episode now. <laughs> yeah, Andis, while, while they're talking, I mean, they, for the most part, are flipping between languages. And even when they're speaking common, it, it is not a lot of stuff that seems <laughs> a lot of business talk. Perhaps Andis doesn't care about. But yeah, you you are drawn to this this piece of engineering, which looks... I mean, to be honest, extremely expensive, like this small 20 by 30 foot enclosure in the back of the cargo bay here is a highly over engineered piece of of technology for something that doesn't seem to be a ship, doesn't seem to fly on its own. Some kind of containment field or like a a self-enclosed living space and, and taking a look through some of the windows, it seems to be pressurized as there's what looks like heavy gases inside. And as, as these folks are, are droning on here, I think you get kind of like a, a sense of, of something. It it seems like there's something in there that is trying to, to reach out into your, your mind from within. You think Andis would, would, uh, would try to, to speak back to it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll open my brain to it and I'll, uh, Stop passing my will saves. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just accept whatever's coming. No, does does Andis speak Brethodin? That is a great question. I have I have a lot of languages. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I took all the all the core packed ones. Let me just confirm that for you. Oh, to be level fifteen yeah, character. At a certain point, there it becomes harder and harder to pick languages. I realize right now. Languages. You, gotta, you gotta find languages first. <laughs> I was about to say, every time you guys level up, it's like, what language should I take? It's like, I don't know. It's anyone you don't already have. I don't think But that's the thing. Like, the list that you find online, uh, I've already got them. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. So, yeah, so I speak 13 languages, and so, so I've got all the packed ones, plus, like, mm-hmm. some fanciful ones, like, and which was which was like a thing from 
Oh, what was that? That was from Owen Casey Stevens' like homebrew game from way back in the day. <laughs> like, so I'm just, yes, I'm just making up, I'm just yeah. So yes, Brethren, because <laughs> that's a packed, packed language. Yeah, yeah. So maybe at first, like a couple languages kind of filter into your mind, but uh, set, settles on Brethren as as a voice calls out. I sense in you, multitude. What manner of being are you whose mind is so many? I am Andus of Absalom Station. Are you just th- are you thinking this to yourself or you actually? I'm, I'm, I'm thinking it hard. I'm thinking it hard. I'm, I'm like whispering it under my breath a little bit. Just like, boys, boys, boys. Enough to be just annoying to the rest of my crew as like our comms are on or whatever. And like, it's just like there's a little whisper in their ears. And this could you not right now? I mean, oh, oh, so, <laughs> yeah. oh not, sorry. Sorry. I'll, I'll turn this off. Me, me and Drew are over here role playing this. <laughs> Bird's just like humming a song. Mutter, mutter, mutter. mutter. <laughs> yeah, question. Does Alindra hear this happening since she's telepathic? It seemed to reach out just to Andis. There's a lot of question of like, is telepathy like that? Is it just like if you can like hear something in your mind? Is it direct, directed, or is it like a? Is it like speech but for brains? I think it could be both. I think I don't it, know definitely if can, like a it definitely can. It definitely can be fast both. Rule. Yeah, but this one, maybe you guys, if you are focusing on the conversation, just don't pick up because it is perhaps it feels very faint coming through the the thick metal walls of this this container. I, and uh, I say, uh, how have you come to be in this place under the charge of this esteemed business person? Andis, they call you, yes, Andis, Android 15. Uh, the, familiar. Yeah, the, the, it, it kind of like goes in and out and maybe there's like a minute or so of, of just like mumbling coming back at you mm-hmm. so a little distracting at first just i'm sorry are they whispering draconic right now <laughs> no <laughs> no Drew, you're not involved in this at all i, I do want to we'll get back to that but i want to go back to miles ramey you want to strike up some kind of business dealings yeah i mean it seems that all you really care about, at, no matter how much posturing you do with my my friend here, he, you want money. Uh, my my company can give that money to you and let these people on. I've made my money from Quindar Inc. You should have remained in exile, my boy. Your family, <sighs> your family <sighs> was kowtowed. Sorry, somebody, is somebody talking? You're kowtowed by extremists and terrorists. All you said was you wanted to sell these tickets, right? We will buy them. I don't want your money. I've got money from you. Can I kill him yet? Oh, 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 oh. Mr. Feldspar, you pick poor business associates. I pick poor business associates, but I do pick good friends. Your friend's company oversaw atrocities and had people... Hundreds of people dying under their watch because they couldn't keep their business their own. 
Well, when you broadcasted those revelations all those years ago, Rainy Quindar, you nearly brought your corporation down. And I bought during those low lows and sold when you returned the prodigal son at high highs. If you have if you have the money right now, the price has gone up for the purchasing of a of passage here. One point two million for the tickets credits right now. And it is yours. How does like a like a hard collective union work around here? <laughs> what? You know, you know Remy, you're you're really good at the marketing, but it's in, in the boardroom, you're not <laughs> maybe my favorite person. Yes, because you were doing so well. <laughs> Look, the cost has gone up. That's all I'm saying. Andis, why do you keep whispering? What is going on over there? <laughs> mutter, 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 mutter. To be there. <laughs> Uh, so what, what are things like on uh, on your planet? Where, where, where are you from? What's your thing going on over there? Well, that just sounds vaguely uh, after dark. <laughs> oh, no, oh yeah. <laughs> I, I've forgotten Uh-oh. how Roll20 works. <laughs> I've like not clicked the right thing like eight times. <laughs> okay. I was like, is it the eyeball? The clock? No, I was, I was trying to roll a d20. Oh. The uh, Mr. Zyortris seems to notice you looking back at the the ship maybe speaking in his direction and he goes over and uh wraps a, a clawed fist on the exterior of the the tank just go bam 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 cut it out in there you are to be asleep isn't that uh, what they call you the uh, sleepers I, I i look at i look at i look at him and i say who exactly is in that tank um Come and listen, see, because I'm gonna let them out if they don't wanna be there. That's my whole thing. I don't like people to be imprisoned. Yeah, he he'll yeah. come and invite you to look in, in one of the mirrors, or not mirrors, the 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 very thick plated windows here. As mm-hmm. just taking a look, you can tell that indeed this is extremely intense pressure very rather potent gases being yeah, trapped that, it's inside. like a, it's it's like jupiter or something right it's like oh a, like yeah a super massive gas planet super massive black hole yeah and you can just make out a, a figure kind of floating in that opaque purple hazy smoke he would know you by your your mind your emergence we felt in the web the web all the way on Leavara as I as I as I pour my carbonated drink very close to the microphone that's as full of fully work sound effects a figure floats forward towards you and you see these large tentacles attached to a just a big gas bag of a body this is indeed a, a native Leavarin those that are known as dreamers and as it kind of gets close to you and maybe senses you a little closer it goes haywire it goes nuts inside there and starts thrashing about slamming itself into the walls just banging its tentacles horror movie style against the glass and and letting out a scream that you know like a non-psychic scream, just one that seems to vibrate the walls of the container. And Mr. Zeortris is like, calm down! Calm down! It goes feral. 
when it's about to enter into its dream state. Whatever you said in your mind, android, you seem to have triggered it. It can hurt itself in an enclosed space like this, and that's why I'm taking it back to Triaxis. Yeah, and we'll help you contain it if you let these people on the ship. I spent two million credits on this containment. If people are on this vessel, they, their fear, their ignorance could trigger this thing further and cause it to injure itself. And there's one being out there that could help keep it calm. Who's that? I'm assuming Angel Boy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I figure some kind of angel creature could help keep something calm. But I'm no guessing way. here. <laughs> no deal. I don't like that guy. His leather jacket. <laughs> it's it's messed up. Oh. He's too cool. For too school. shiny. His leather jacket. I, I, and just keep, keep antagonizing the creature. I think Dross might step forward and say, Hey. I really hate to uh, interrupt delicate negotiations, but, uh... And he kind of slowly reaches his hand towards, like, where the, the spear is, and he's like, I, uh... I'm gonna need a reason why you're keeping that thing locked in a tiny crate. It seems to be speaking to Andus, which means it's sentient. So unless you have a really good reason as to why you're keeping something in there, I'm gonna have to ask you to let it go. Let it go? What are you talking about? It is a employee of Zeotris Limited. We use it to predict business deals for the company. It lives a more luxurious life than you and I combined. There are very few of these beings in the universe, and their powers are in great demand. There are only three on Absalom Station. The Starfinders have access to one, the government, and mine. But it, is, it not, is, an em- is not safe here, obviously. If it is an employee, then surely you can provide with a, a contract. Yeah, you got a uh, get a W two for them. It, something it, to prove the amount of digital paperwork <laughs> for one of these things that can predict the future. The the future police really have my. <laughs> My claws in a vice over this. Yeah, he can obviously provide you with just mega flops of, of data and stuff. And and you can, with you know some light searching, find out that it does seem like his company has unfettered access and like a, a five year contract with with this dreamer who's doesn't really have a name. They don't they don't have like very individual personalities. Once once that gets cleared out, Adras will say, I apologize for asking so much, but seeing seeing or knowing that something is trapped against its will is something I cannot just walk away from. That is good to know, Mr. Adras, because I am trapped in this hangar bay, surrounded by hundreds of angry, riotous beings. And as I, I said, this creature is in danger because of them. It is extremely important in this universe. More important. If you, uh, if you are willing to, to uh, pay so that we can find a different transport and get them out of your hangar, I find that that is fair enough, at least by my standards. So, hmm. that is, I'm, I'm willing to help convince these people to 
seek asylum elsewhere with the funds you provide. I feel I feel like we've had a good amount of conversation here. Do you do you want to try and make a diplomacy to see if whether it be a Quindar deal or Feldspar backed by by Vesk and Lashanton and Android? What 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 transpires here? Does anybody want to be point person on said diplo? I would imagine Nack. I have a plus 26 to diplomacy plus expertise that I say out loud to nearby guarantee a single digit roll here. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you go ahead and roll it? See if we have a. You can always. You have a book reroll, right? Got a level (laughs) reroll. Level one's coming around the corner, son. Yeah. So if you roll a single digit, just reroll. Just reroll. That is that's an 18 and we're going to add expertise on top of that oh good because we're worried that was 44 wasn't going <laughs> to be enough 48 baby yeah I think if, if you guys regardless of antagonist he seemed to actually enjoy yelling at you a little bit Ramy so even that <laughs> worked a little <laughs> bit in your your favor he is willing good at it yeah he, he says I, I, I'm, not, I'm not giving you this ship and I can take few aboard and keep my cargo intact, but I have another vessel immediately to the the side here. It can take less aboard, but I'm willing to sell passage at a discounted rate. If you can get these people to disperse, not all of them will be able to, to go aboard, so you will also need to find another ship for them, but it is a moot point. I am not leaving yet, even if my crew arrives, because the battle outside is still too dangerous for my precious cargo. It's not just me you have to convince. You have to calm them down as well. Calm them down. Well, the calmness is all going to depend on that ticket price. Mm, I think with with the role you've got, he's willing to, to hand over credits to you and allow you use of this other smaller vehicle if you can get them to disperse out there uh, right, just do it. just kind of table talkish like mm-hmm. there's a big crowd outside about what percentage of the crowd are we not gonna let on the ship well so i mean there's two ships on the the map here the other one is maybe able to take like 60 65 percent of the crowd so you'd still need another vessel that could take like yeah about a hundred people or so. Yeah, we just find another vessel, use the funds that he routed to us to barter passage, and that'll cover everybody. Yeah, and then we blow up a ship, and <laughs> you blast it from the skies. All right, you got a deal. Shake on it. Oh yeah, he. he <laughs> I mean, the claw is like as big as your head, but he very daintily <laughs> will grab yours. Can we see this armor like close up? I like zoom in on this. I, I don't have art, unfortunately, for Mister Ziotris. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'll show you the the cool armor that the guards, the security guards, are wearing. It's just like a dragon in, in sci-fi armor. Starfinder's the coolest game ever. I don't know why everyone <laughs> doesn't play it. <laughs> These dragon gun security guards got huge, like gauze rifles. <laughs> They're holding. <laughs> Love it. Guys yeah, could have beat up all these guards. Had a crazy dragonkin fight where they're shooting and tossing grenades into the crowd. Those, uh, those dragons, those dragonkins definitely can't wear full length sleeves, though. Not with those <laughs> elbow <laughs> spikes they got. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it'd have to be like a turtleneck situation. But for Tyler, I have an honest question for you. Have you ever seen a dragon wear sleeves? 
Hmm. I might. I mean, <laughs> give me, give me, give you me twenty it. minutes. I mean, and give me twenty minutes on the website Fiverr, and yes, yes, I have, <laughs> I have seen a dragon <laughs> with sleeves. <laughs> right as, as you're you're shoring up this deal, and us back to you, the the Leavarin kind of quiets down after maybe five minutes or so of of yelling, and all of a sudden, like goes from thrashing about to hovering just kind of completely frozen in the air and you get from its mind it's, it starts softly humming a like a melody just a very very tranquil a, a kind of psychic murmuring that is indeed inviting you in if you would like to fail a will save I'll do it yeah Zeortris like looks over at you as, as you go in and is like it is inviting you in to glimpse at things to come. If you let it into your mind, I warn you, it is not 100% accurate right now. Something about this attack has, has set it off. The future is in flux, I I understand. But yeah, you can kind of space out for a moment, just staring into this gas inside the room here and maybe locking eyes with the the eyeless creature just let it kind of wub 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 into your your brain and enter a, a very quick dream state and you see just visions of of stars and like a mystic swirling purple and green gas just like swirling and, and whizzing by you as as you kind of go into a, a light speed travel and then from that you start Stargate, you know, flashing, just mm-hmm. voom, voom, voom. <laughs> get flashes of all these images of, let's see, you see these large beasts attacking people in a, a square in Absalom Station. There's a, a scene where you can see yourself from someone else's point of view. You see Andis with Skittermander whelps kind of crawling all over you. And last, you see yourself and your compatriots in front of a massive reactor like a capital ship something massive and in front of you everyone there's there's beings frozen in place as a a great beast sloths forward from inside a chamber silhouetted with a, a light shining behind it and lets out a roar it's glistening glowing yellow eyes coming straight for you as you snap back out of this vision you're you're back in the the gilded galleons bay the ship here this is just like playing a super massive game where like you pick up the totem and it says like, oh, this you, you might die like this later. <laughs> this this is the first mission of Mass Effect. Yes. yes. <laughs> no, you, you get these visions and then all of a sudden, as, as fast as they come, you're you're back. Having had an encounter with indeed a Leavarin dreamer. Oh, seems uh, like you've you've had what normal people would call dreams before, but kind of visions, which perhaps you might have attributed to some of your past lives. Mm-hmm. You've definitely seen yourself in them, but you've seen some of these visions before. Perhaps this is your story in the future. Oh my! Oh, I, I, I thank it, thank it very much for its its gift. And I turn back around and I say, I don't think I have to open this up right now. Oh, did you guys already resolve this? Oh, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Oh, good work, everyone. Good. This teamwork at its best. 
makes the dream work. It would very quickly start dying if you opened up its pressure chamber, I think. Yeah, right. I assume it was in the pressure chamber because that's how it lives, but... I think so. I don't know. I didn't really get a lot of... I don't think you can play a Leovar and Dreamer. They're like a whole different subsect of mm-hmm. of the, the peoples there. Right. So do you guys want to head outside and see if you can talk to the folks now? Yeah, let's go yell at some, some peasants. Yeah. Can we, will, mm-hmm. can we talk to Kapak first before we talk to everybody else? Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll come up as soon as you, you get out and... There, there's like little pockets of the crowd here that are, are are yelling again and maybe some chanting. It's like, boo, boo, dragons suck. Trillionaires, give us your money. <laughs> boo. That's that's the chant I came up with. I am, I am a terrible, terrible socialist Absalom stationist. <laughs> Absalom station socialist. ASS. Okay. I sound I sound very capitalist in my <laughs> my play of this trillionaire. Um, I'm a dragonkin apologist. I actually really dig dragonkin. I'm not going to apologize for it. They're they're large dragons, and you can play them in Starfinder. They bond with people. They have a cool bond. Okay, where are we going? <laughs> I'm just I just like, like you're, you're Patrick. You're on a you're on a quest right now. Are you? Okay? You could have beaten them. Well, I, I I had all these chances to fight as Dragonkin as GM, but you just wanted to talk and be friends. Oh, I was down to clown. No, yeah, I was <laughs> about to say. Miles, I think there was Miles. one of us who definitely wanted to try to kill this this individual. Kapak will come up as you guys exit. And it's like, well, what happened? Did you did you talk to that guy? Uh, is he willing to let people on? Well, he the ship in question, no. But that ship over there, he'll take like sixty-six and a sixth percentage of all these people. And even if you pack that one, that might not be enough. And even if you you get transport for him, why they're not safe leaving now. You gotta explain it to him, but you think you'll be able to find another another ship in time? Probably. <sighs> We don't have much choice. Yeah, do you guys want to search the neighborhood? I mean, there's like a ton of other hangar bays in the the nearby strip. What's the largest hangar bay we can search? (laughs) I mean, they're all kind of the the same size. None of these are going to be colossal vessels. They're all going to be in the the medium and large categories, probably. But why don't you make me another, if you have an appropriate profession, skill that could pertain to starships or locating starships. Go ahead and roll that. Maybe a, a culture check. Oh, a culture check. Who? Mm. Oh, true. Anybody else? <laughs> a culture check yeah. or profession check? Anybody, please, because I got a 28 on the first plus five, so it's a 36. <laughs> 33, and we got another 33 from Remy. What do you, does anybody have any profession skills that might apply? No pirate? No. You still got pirate? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I don't. Well, I have uh, the best. The best skill I have is uh, I don't, the only thing I can think to be applicable here would be engineering to know what where like the largest bays were that may have the biggest ships. Yeah, I have a profession. I have profession mechanic, but mm-hmm. I have Uno rank. <laughs> <laughs> Why Why don't... Well, unfortunately, these skill checks this season so far have been some of the toughest toughest we've seen, which makes sense, but... Pull out my uh, hammer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, 
<laughs> Search in the neighborhood is a DC 34 culture check. We're so close, so close. But indeed, you can find one that you can just shift Zeortris's funds to in order to pay for the remaining folks exit from from the station. It's willing to sell tickets very, very cheap. So if you are willing to take that deal, indeed, there is a a, a large vessel that can take the rest of the folks like a mining vehicle or something that's here. I don't think you have much choice. Right. I, I agree. I think it's not going to be as as comfortable, but, you know, they'll they'll, they'll be safe eventually. We'll get them to safety. Go ahead and uh, yeah, go back and and pitch this to the crowd. I mean, you can use diplomacy, though, if anybody wants to intimidate them instead, that is an option. You can try and shout them down from their 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 next riot. I don't think we need to intimidate anybody. They've been intimidated enough. Going back to the well to diplomacy. I mean, <laughs> maybe I should intimidate because diplomacy has been just not great for me lately. But here we go. Ah, oh, prog. Well, it is a natural toot, but you do have a, a very fickle expertise dice, right? Uh, well, I should double check, make sure this is possible. I think it is possible to roll well on this expertise. Should I just level re-roll this diplomacy check before I roll well, not, not if the expertise has a chance. If the expertise like, is... Yeah, give it a, give, do the expertise, and then if it's a one, then yeah, you may want to... Oh, that's a plus twelve or plus I think, ten. I think, got, I think you got it. <laughs> yeah, you needed a natural. Read. I, I forgot what your expertise was. It was DC thirty-eight to uh, to calm the crowd a second time. That's with Pax's help because DC went up after after that first fight. You, you can explain it to the folks and and talk to them about how they cannot leave right now for their own security, their own safety. But you can start, you know handing out tickets through the, the stewards and they'll start dividing people up, making sure families are together and, and things like that and get them to the, the hangar bay that they need to be at. And Kapak will come up to you and, and, and clap you on the back and says, you have a, a gift for the gab, Mr. Feldspar. Look, if my gift was working, we wouldn't have gotten in that fight in the first place. These people are scared. Very scared, but... You did the right thing, and they know evacuating right now is not safe. That space battle happened outside. Any ship leaving is in danger of being collateral damage. Thank you for talking to them again and, and getting them to calm down. As I said, I'll unless there are more people that need my help, I'm going to transform back into pure energy from a realm outside their own. See if I can help generate some shields for the old girl. Keep luck, the people safe. Good luck, Kapek. And we're sorry about the whole thing. Nah, I understand. I understand. Keep those wings up, will you, Andis? And, uh... You got it. And I, like, toss in, like, a, uh, I don't know, like a thumbs up? Space Pepsi or something. Oh, like, oh yeah. He probably <laughs> needs a Space Pepsi with all the energy he's using. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be spent, my yeah, friends. The, the sugar, the sugar powers his uh, his his star powers. Yeah. If we make it through this alive, I'll catch you at the Ramy Rumpus room. You owe me a coke. 
<laughs> he moonwalks out of the uh, the hangar bay. Just, Ow! <laughs> Guitar sting. I like I like this character more than like I'm DJ buying. Cool Cat. Just Ow! <laughs> yeah, and you guys can can head on out as well. Here, head on a mission accomplished. Another one, but as you are making your way out of the hangar bay, you'll you'll get a call from Cambisa June once more in your ear saying, I've I've monitored things here, Drift Rider crew, about how you've handled the situation, and well, it seems like things could have gone a lot worse, but you made a decision there, and hopefully it's for the best for everyone. It seems like everyone is now still alive, still safe, because of you. Way to go. Thank you. Now, where, 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 where are we headed next? Well, I did just get another priority one distress call as we were on the line. It, it's funny how they're happening one right after the other, but I'm what patching a surprise. you into the... You think there was some kind of, like, galactic ending situation going on? Well, there's several happening right now, but I think this one might need your attention the fastest. Uh, she'll cut the message in and you hear the line crackle for a bit before there's like a, a huge crashing sound followed by a woman's voice in the background calling out. It's like, hello, can anyone hear me? The other communicators aren't working, but if, I don't know if you can hear me. We're stuck. We're stuck inside Sella's bar and crash, crash, crash. It seems there's there's something outside attacking down low square. I'm looking outside and it looks like, oh, goodness gracious. It looks like it's. To be continued. Down low square. We're going to square that low down next time here on Cosmic Crit. Guys, thank you for playing with me. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Thank you. Listeners, thanks for listening. Folks at home, thanks for continuing the devastation in in arc form. And we'll uh, we'll catch you next time on Cosmic Crit. Arr, I said it before, Jabir. Oh. Ah, he doesn't get to say it now. <laughs> Got him. So long. Next, until next Every time, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Cosmic Crit, an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. The Starfinder role-playing game and adventure paths are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder and Starfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission.